0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jesse Duplantis, and who are you, ladies?
1: I'm Kathy Duplantis.
0: (laughs) Praise the Lord. Right here
1: in the boardroom again, ready for another great chat.
0: You know, people say, why do we do these things in the boardroom? This is where, and you've heard me say it before, this is where decisions are made globally for our ministry. We have a global ministry a little all over the world. God's been so good and gracious to us, and we thank you for tuning in today and being a part of what's going on. You know, the world's pretty chaotic right now. People don't know what to do. At the time that I'm taping this, uh, we don't know who the President of the United States is at this time. Right. And uh, probably by the time you see it, we still may not know, <laughs> or maybe we will, or whatever, things of that nature. But I've learned something, you know, I made up my mind. It doesn't make no difference to me what they do, but it makes all the difference to me what God does. That's
1: right. That's and right. And to
0: know God, to know what God's going to do, you got to know where He is. And you got to learn to have conversation. And one thing about God, that he loves is that he loves to be close to his children so I want to read a scripture today we're going to talk about drawing close to God today mm. by drawing nigh to God the King James says it but uh, the book of James is chapter 4 James was the brother of Jesus so I can understand why he would write that under the direction of the Holy Spirit because when he really found out that his brother was the son of God he said man we need to draw nigh and at one time Uh, Jesus' family, they thought he went insane. They thought he went nuts. they didn't
1: draw nigh, They drew away. Yeah,
0: because Mm. he was healing the sick. He was casting out devils. He was raising the dead. And, uh, and of course, the church world at that time didn't like that, not because of the things he was doing, but because of the popularity he had. Right. People were coming to him by the thousands. Right. At one one point, the
1: house was full, and they said, hey, your mama and your brothers and sisters out here,
0: Yeah, and 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 they they want to
1: talk to you. He says...
0: He said, who's my mama? Who's my, mama? <laughs> who's my brother? He knew. Who, <laughs> he knew <He's, laughs> yeah, what, well, but it really family, is His family,
1: what he meant was his family was those who believed the word of God and That's, trusted amen. him.
0: That's what it's all about. So let's go to, if you don't mind, if you have a Bible or an iPad, wherever you use uh, to study God's word. I want to go to James chapter 4, and I want to start reading with verse 7. And this is a very important verse for us. Yes. It says, submit yourself, therefore, to God. Now, how do you do that? How do you submit yourself, therefore, mm-hmm. to God? Well, first we we're living for Jesus on a daily basis instead of a Sunday basis. Mm-hmm. You know, just thinking about God when you're in trouble, that's not submission to God. Right. Yeah, a lot of people, when they're in trouble, but they run toward him. It's the most amazing thing to me about, Kathy, most people... <laughs> I just can't understand that. When God blesses them, you think they draw closer. They draw away from it. Now, when they're hurting and falling in the ditch, they run toward Him. But you know, He'll bless you in the city, bless you in the field, bless you going in, bless you going out. Seems like to me, you never want to get rid of Him. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I don't understand. I've seen that happen all the years of my ministry. God began to bless people, they begin to draw back. But if they're hurting, they stay close to Him, which makes no sense. He said, submit. You got to do that. Yourself, wise. therefore, to God. Then He says this resist the devil. It didn't say assist it. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people assist the devil instead of resisting him. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. He won't walk away from you. He's going to run like a scared rabbit Mm -hmm. in seven ways. Think about that. See, and I've learned to resist him instead of assist, him. assist him. And boy, a lot of churches assist the devil, especially, you know, I don't know why churches are in such chaos all the time because the devil, they always say, I assist the so-and-so or I don't like them bringing fried chicken at the picnic. Well, don't eat it. <laughs> you, got to, you don't have to eat it, my Lord. It's just all kind of crazy how people assist Satan. And the reason why they do it is because they're not drawing nigh to God. They're not, they don't have that closeness and relationship with God Almighty, which means it, that's what he wants from it. It's like a, he's a father in his family. Don't you want to be close to your children? I want to keep reading here. Then we'll go back to this. Let me read verse seven again. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And he says, draw nigh unto God. Now watch this. And he will draw nigh unto you. In other words, he said, hey, I want conversation. So I want to talk about it in three facets. You should draw nigh in the study of his revelation. That's how you do that. Mm -hmm. That means his word. You should draw nigh by conversation. Hello, Jesus. Hi, Jesse. And then you should draw nigh by obedience. So revelation, conversation, conversation, and obedience to his word. I said, I want to read verse eight again. Draw nigh to God and he he will draw nigh to you. It says, cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, Ye Mm. double-minded. You double-minded. The Bible said a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So, you know, I don't know why people flip-flop on the word of God all the time. That's double-mindedness. If Jesus said he took your infirmity, why should you have it? True. If you bore your sickness, why should you want it? Yet, I ha- I, it's the most, it boggles my mind when people say, God sent this sickness on me to teach me something. Where'd he get it? Mm-hmm. There ain't nobody sick in heaven. Gonna, wait, 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 you gotta go to hell and get it. He's not doing that, you see what I'm saying? But right. they don't have, see, that's people that haven't drawn nigh to God. They haven't cleansed their hands. They haven't purified their hearts so they become double-minded. Right. And you can do that going to church. Say something about going to church. Satan never misses a service. Do you? Hmm. Think about that for a minute. He's always there to cause confusion and things of that nature. So I want to talk about drawing nigh to God and how do you do that in study of his word. It didn't say just read his word. I think a lot of people think if they read three verses a day or a chapter a day, they've really done something. And it's good. Don't misunderstand. But He says, study to show thyself approved under God. To show you so you can know. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not be ashamed, right. rightly dividing the word of God. So he used the word rightly. So if you don't study, is it possibly you can wrongly divide the
1: People word of God? People do it every day.
0: Every day. Every
1: day. You know, in the Amplified, it says, in verse 7, it says, so be subject to God. You, we just, and you were talking about being, submitting this yourself to God. This is James chapter God. 4, verse 7. James chapter 4, verse 7. It says, okay. so be subject to God, resist the devil, stand firm against him. And he will flee from you. So that's a great promise. And I believe when it's talking about being subject to God, it's meaning to his word and what his promises have said. And so we need to be broadcasting what God's promises has said rather than the broadcasting the lie of the devil or the deception of the devil. You know, because I remember you many times we were in this little church when we first got uh, born again. And they would have a testimony service and people would stand up and they'd spend like 20 minutes talking about everything the devil had had done. They're broadcasting that. And then just at the end they'd say, but I want to thank the Lord that I'm still here or something like that. We need to be rehearsing and seeing what God's word has said and saying that stronger.
0: (laughs) Well, there are a lot of people broadcasting God in the sense of, well, watch this. God didn't call us to be broadcasters. He's called us to be a network. A network of believers, see, a network, people all together believing in one mind and one accord to complete your destiny and reach your destination. Because let me make an announcement. If you're born again and you know Jesus, Lord, we're all going to the same place. Right. Think about that. You know, People say, well, there's many paths to God. There are ours. But there's only one person that you can get to God, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I made made somebody mad right there. A lot of people say, well, you know, you can get to God through other, quote, religious leaders. No, you can't. God said, Jesus, no one cometh to the Father but right. by me. And one thing I've learned about Jesus, he's not a liar.
1: And so, we have submitted to that amen. truth. Many people don't submit to that truth, that Jesus is the only way to heaven, and therefore they're, just, they're confused and they're, they're wavering and they're not right. sure of their, their eternal and, home. And
0: you know why I believe that? Not because he's Jesus. But because he's God in the flesh,
1: and the word shows it, and spirit. the
0: word shows it. So you draw nigh to God in study of His revelation. I want you to listen to this point: mm-hmm. a man's power of attention fixes his position in this world and determines his de- his destiny. See, when you study the Word of God, it fixes your position of where to go, what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. Right now, I believe a lot of you are listening right now and say, "I don't know what to do" because you don't have what I call a fixed position. Mm-hmm. see a fixed position you know when we get in the airplane we fly they do a fixed position in other words it comes up on the screen i'm sitting in the back and it shows where i'm leaving and where i'm going it's right. two fixed fixed positions sometimes the uh air traffic controllers will move us off they'll say uh, i don't know how to do that they'll just say uh, turn three degrees to the left or right well because there's other traffic in the air people don't know man the air is full of airplanes mm-hmm. i mean it's like an interstate up there so but what happens i got but that plane they'll say do that for a uh, i don't know two or three minutes and then they'll say you cleared all of a sudden and if it's flying the automatic pilot that plane will go "Mm," it goes back to that fixed position so let me say that point again a man's power or a person's power of attention fixes his position in this world and determines his destiny you know most people don't know their destiny or their destination right i've said this so many times if you don't know where you're going you're not going to know when you get there. One thing I can honestly say about myself, when God <laughs> called me to preach the gospel, that was back way back in 1976. Right. I knew where I was going. Right. Once, and- but I had to obey that, and it took me a while for yeah. me to obey it. But I knew my fixed position of what to do. I didn't want to do it, but you see, I didn't, I didn't determine that. As I began to study the Word of God, I determined to believe what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. I mean, now Kathy saw the anointing of God on me to be a preacher before I ever did, but I used to not, I'd blow her off. I'd say, no, nah, man, why you just think, you know, I'm your husband. You're going to No, no, no. You know, she said, no, I can see it on you. And the first well, pastor I had, Sidney Rayford, yeah. Brother Sid Rayford, remember that? He said that, I see it on you. I couldn't see it i looking in the mirror. All I saw was a couple of pimples. That's all I thought. I didn't <laughs> see any of that, you know. That's when I was young. I get excited when I get a pimple today because I'm getting Makes younger. You. Praise God. What a blessing, you know. <laughs> so that's what I mean. you got to know your fixed position. But, Jesse, how do you stay healthy? Fixed position. Mm-hmm. What do you mean fixed? Well, I, doesn't, I don't deny that I'm feeling scratchy. I've, I deny it's right to stay there and to stay on me. You get out of here. I don't have. He took mine from me. I don't want it. He bore my sickness. I don't need it. By His stripes, I am healed. But by somebody says you were healed. So before you ever got sick, you already had an answer. So your answer is older and bigger and better than your problem. Now that's a fixed position. Yeah. Are oh, you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you enjoying what I'm I saying? I love it. Well, say amen. Amen. Amen, woman.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I was thinking about when you were talking about that other, the aircraft analogy, uh-huh. how it, every time before anyone gets in an airplane, they have to have a flight plan. A flight they plan. They have to be able to submit it to the uh, FAA, whoever it is well, in the tower so people that they're know where you are in the sky. With, and you're not released to take off until you have a flight plan. You so got to have it. Yeah. We can't really get anywhere unless we have a flight plan. And really the word of God is already mm. described our flight plan. God has a plan that we would prosper. He plan- has a plan for us to be in good health. Oh, yeah. And we talked about that on a past board, uh, room chat. Right. God's word already has the promises in there. So I think it's important that we have to realize it's we have a responsibility to submit to oh, it, yes, sir. You know, to be subject to God's way. Can yeah. I finish reading the Amplified yeah. ahead, version of the Bible in verse 8? Continue to say, <clears throat> excuse me, it says, Come close to God, and he will come close to you. See that word, draw nigh"? is not something we use today a lot. Right. So I love this way the Amplified says it. Like you say, I have to hear better.
0: <laughs> yeah, Amplified means it's got to be spoken a little louder. <laughs> a
1: little louder. You and I like saying? it loud. Anyway, it says, Come close <laughs> to God, and he will come close to you. Recognize <laughs> that you are sinners. Get your salt hands clean. Stop
0: for a minute. A lot of people don't like that. Yeah. they say, I don't, I'm not a sinner. Yeah, you are. We Before you come to God, we, we
1: need of God. a Savior. But Every we're not one sinners of
0: us, no more once we know Jesus. You
1: have to recognize where you are in God. Basically, it. it's saying that. And if you are a sinner, recognize if everything's falling pl- apart and your life is not really going where you know it should go or you're not right. pleased with it, Just recognize it. Maybe you haven't submitted to God. Maybe you haven't mm-hmm. found out what His Word has said. But you can do that in an instant. Turn your life I mean. around by submitting to what His Word says. And he uh, says this in verse 8. Come close to God. And you do that in a simple way. You just open your heart to it. I remember the day that I came close to God. I wasn't even expecting to do that. I turned on Billy Graham in the, in the hotel room. I was just about 20 years old.
0: That was in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minneapolis,
1: Minnesota. He was preaching on there. They didn't have a lot of Christian programming in that day. But I remember listening to that and God touched my heart. That's right. Totally transformed it. And I submitted to that, that moving of God into my heart and, and totally changed and me And it really radically.
0: wasn't a feeling. It was a. It was a an encounter yes. with God Almighty, and he changed your life. And
1: then I was drawn to that. I wanted more of that. And that's sure. why this verse 8 is so important. I remember he He basically knocked on the door of my heart, and I said, yeah, come on in. And Hallelujah. my life was radically changed, and that's when I started putting the crosshairs on you so for <laughs> oh, you to get minute, She said again.
0: it was radically changed. Now, from my perspective, I thought, you don't do nothing wrong. You don't do that. I always call the mother superior. I said, my God, man, you could have been a nun. You could be the superior nun. You know what I'm saying? You just don't do nothing. Kathy was a good girl in that. I'll tell you something, really. This literally happened one time. You wow, know when you used to, I got, here we go, Kathy go freak out over there. Oh, no. When I got on that date, you know, we would be driving. And you know how girls always sit close to you? And those days you had one, instead of a bucket seat, most cars there had There was like one seat one all the way you know? across. So she'd come over on that side, you know, something like that. So I would drive, and I did this all the time with every girl I ever did. And I would slowly let my hand slip off the steering wheel. Your
1: right hand.
0: My right hand, and put it on her leg. And I put the, my hand on her leg. And so I put my hand on her leg, and Kathy slaps it off, just kicked it off. I said, oh, it's just the habit. She said, break it. I said, get down <laughs> with your bad self. But, you know, that impressed me. I thought, well, look at here. I couldn't get over that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This little shy girl said, hey, there are limitations here. Mm-hmm. You, know, you understand? And things of that nature. Now, you know, and I thought, man. It's just 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 per- And submitted. I submitted to that. Yes, I did. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to do something somebody don't want to do or something like that. Right. I just never, I wasn't trying to get, just a. It was a habit, and she broke it right there. I still don't touch her leg. <laughs> and Unless, I've been married to her 50 years. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> no. That's not true. Now, one time, she was mad at me. What are you going believe- to tell everything? I'm telling real stories. Now. She was mad at me, and she went and she, and back. And I noticed that she sort of began to drift to the other side of the car. You understand? I mean, when I first met, she sit on seatbelt buckles. It didn't make no difference. But slowly, as you, know, you get married, get, all of a sudden, my God, man, she's over there. She said, You know, she said, you don't, you don't treat me like you used to treat me. And I said, I looked at her on the other side of the car. I said, uh, Look around here. I didn't move. I've been in the same position as the first time I dated you. You the one who went to the other side of the call. She said, Shut up. And I said, I shut up. And I'm <laughs> that's the end of that. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm talking about. You see, but then to have a good marriage But then sis, I
1: drew near. Again. Then you drew near. You I submit, you. you
0: submit to each other. In other words, let the man win once in a while. Well, you <laughs> come on. How many of you men know what I'm talking about here in the boardroom? Hey, praise Just let us win once. Or make us think we win. That's even better, you know. <laughs> Just whatever. So when you um, even though this is funny. It's amazing what keeps people together is closeness. Right. Right. Now, now some people, I don't think we do this. And if I do, if we do do this, then tell me I'm wrong. I hear a lot of people talk, we have a date night. I don't need a date night for me to stay close to Kathy. Nothing wrong with it. Don't misunderstand me, you know? I don't know that, that stir up the r- romance or whatever whatever they call it. You know, you know what I'm t- trying to say? Yeah. But me and Kathy, we just go along. You get up in like morning. Well, we're,
1: not everybody works together, Jesse. We work together. We go to lunch almost every day, every day together. We together. We're together a lot. A lot yeah, and we work, which
0: means know. we should be mad at <laughs> each other most of the time. That's when people say you get so close to each other you want to fight. Well, you know that's what I heard
1: happen in the bro- happen, when COVID us. and all the lockdown. There are a lot oh, of yeah. people that had divorces because oh, they, they weren't divorces. used to being together and when they came together it was worse yeah i mean i thought why
0: time. i mean you know what what's better than family if you really think about that you know yeah i mean that's all you got you, you understand what i'm saying so this is what god says god is a person is a god a father with his family now, i want to read this here you so i, I gave you the statement you draw not in the study of his revelation the word a man's power or a woman's power uh, of attention Fixes his position in the in this world and determines his destiny or her destiny. So that's a fixed position. People have asked me this, and I'm gonna answer this. A very simple thing. But Jesse, you're a very successful man. Yes, I am. Okay, Kathy, you're a very successful woman. Yes, she is. Why? Success, right? There's none if you taking notes. Depends upon attention. What has your attention? You know, I find that the church world's attention is on poverty. Hmm. You know, they think, my God, we can only just go so far. When God says. I bless you in the city I bless you in the field I bless you going in I bless you going out you know if we would pay attention to this word like people were paying attention during the election during that day when, men I mean I mean they were running 24/ 7 just about every network talking about this talk, doing a- a- analysis and all kind of getting an analysts and all this kind of stuff and I mean you know I'm not saying become a religious monk but what I'm saying is which' is nothing wrong with that what I'm saying is is to get up every morning and say hello Jesus hi Jesse and that was I, usually uh, Kathy will get up before me, and I go. And, yeah, she just does because I I'm, I I don't know why she does. She likes to drink coffee. That's what it is. And I'm not a coffee person, but I can tell when she's up. I can smell that coffee. You see what I'm saying? But I'll come walking down the hall, going toward our uh, den. Whatever, what do we call that room? Family room. Family room or whatever. So <laughs> and uh, anyway to make a long story, she corrects me all the time. But the the huh, I'll call it. You know that's the princess room. That's where little Meredith. No, that's not. What do you call it? The, the plantation. White, white room. The white room. You know, one day I'm gonna paint it black. She ain't gonna know the difference. Praise the Lord. But anyway, she, the first thing she'll, she'll look up, she's usually studying our word, drinking a coffee, on a second cup or something like that. And then uh, she'll say, uh, "Good morning, Jess." I say, "Good morning," and that we just start off like that. You know what I mean? Good morning. We didn't say bad morning. What kind of morning are we gonna have today? You see, we've already made up our minds to have a quote, quote, good morning. That's a fixed destination. That's right. You see, so if you want to be successful. That depends upon or what, or, or that upon your attention. Right. But I find, like you said, we used to have those um, uh, back in that church we went to, those uh, testimonies. They had their attention. Devil been beating my brains out. Well, I tell you, I've had the hardest day. But I want to let you know, and I was a very baby Christian. I thought. That ain't a good testimony. <laughs> good Lord. I thought, well, get to the good part. You know, everybody knows all that. Kind of, but, you know, at the very end, the Lord took We barely made it. It's like as if God says, it's like trying to give a baby something to eat, and the baby tried to bite, you keep pulling it back. Keep pulling it. Do you ever, remember when your baby was little, and you wanted it to walk, you, her or him to walk? You put your head, like, and they start to walk, and you'd back up a little bit so take a walk a little bit more. and back. I'm pretty sure if that baby could really talk, say, where you going, man? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I done did this step two or three times. Why, why, why you keep backing up on them? Well, we want to get them to, you know, get to move better. Well, pr- I promise you, they're not going to walk. They're going to run and drive you nuts. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? And, uh, but that's all right. That's your miracle, and you will feed and bless that miracle. So that's what God is saying. Draw nigh unto me. I want to come nigh unto you. And you know why some people don't want God to come closer? They're scared of him. Why would you be scared of the Heavenly Father? You know, you want me to answer that? Because people, they, did, they read this instead of studied it, and they thought, boy, God is in a bad mood, he'll kill you. No, he loves you. He wants to help you. There's a judgment side to God. But if you obey this word, you draw a nine to him to study it, you'll never see his judgment side. Mm-hmm. There's a judgment side to Kathy. As long as I obey her words, <laughs> you know, and to, and I won't see that side. There's a judgment side to you. But if your children disobey you, there's a they're going to see that side. But if they just say, if they just do whatever you tell them to do, I mean, it's honky dory like we say here in, in, in South Louisiana. And
1: and the things so we, we tell our children to do is because we have their welfare in, sure. in mind. And when God tells us things to do, it's because he wants us to live a good life, Amen. a healthy life. And when we submit to that in his word is where, when we become successful. You know, a few minutes ago, we were talking about how when I got born again and you said, ah, I didn't have anything to give up. I really wasn't changed. But what I did you tell
0: me I love that, I what you knew said. I
1: was changed. And I said, Well well, I, before I, I Jesus came into my life, it's I didn't even think about heaven or hell. I, it wasn't even on my radar. I was indifferent. Right. And all of a sudden I was captivated by him and in this presence that came to live with me, I was so changed and I wanted more of it. I wanted to draw closer to God. I want to find I had never read the Bible before, so I wanted to find out everything that he had to say. It took but a I time. Like what you said I'm still to me. finding out. I
0: said, "Mommy, you don't do nothing wrong." And she said, no, wrong, you're wrong, just I did not know Jesus as Lord I, and Savior. I remember
1: telling you, because I remember my message to you was, Jesse, you're going to hell.
0: Because <laughs> all that of a really. sudden I, I, I realized I that with it most of my life. <laughs> if
1: heaven was real, hell must also be real, and I didn't want you to go there. And right. so I knew that I was going to heaven, and I wanted you to go to heaven right. with me. And so uh, that's why I would tell you that. I don't want you well, to go to hell. You
0: became a success. You became an eternal being because you gave attention to what God said through Billy Graham.
1: Right. It was so real to me, and I wanted everybody that I saw, even at the grocery store when i check out, I wanted to, do you know Jesus? And it was so important to me because it was so, so real. But that
0: truth that you received was not done by her intelligence. She was intelligent before she was saved. It was done because she believed the truth.
1: I believe the Spirit see of God. You what I'm saying? That's a
0: good point there.
1: Ra- turn my life around. And he's yeah. doing that for people that are watching right now. Right. I know you're watching all over oh, the yeah. world. And, Jesse, they've watched from the boardroom chat oh, okay, you but, know, on YouTube. But, let me see let a me few places. Let me interrupt you
0: real quick. <laughs> Intelligence did, will not get that done. Right. Intelligence. I don't care how smart you are. You see, you have to believe something that's almost unbelievable. In other words, when you believe a truth... You see, people say, "Well, I'm smart." We well, thank God you are, but that's not going to get you into heaven. Right. But when you believe a truth, and that's what these people do when they write in or they call us or they, yeah, they often give us a ca- testimony. So go ahead, and read about that. Calling
1: it like a, a I head. like to
0: interrupt them when she's interrupting me. So go ahead, Kat. We've
1: often called it like a. I'm just going to ignore him for a second here. We like to Talk call to it like a head. Oh <laughs> <Call> waiting. <laughs> a head. You learned that from me. I anyway, we like to call it a head bypass. Sometimes our head and our intellect gets in the way. And we don't discard our intellect. Yeah, not
0: a heart bypass, head bypass.
1: Head bypass, because really God's speaking to our hearts. Mm-hmm. And that's really where we all live, Are in our hearts, and we live out of our hearts. And, it, and we're supposed to be transforming our mind, our head, right. to what the Word of God says. That's what really that submitting is all about. And, you know, people are watching from all over the world, and their lives are being transformed. They love these chats and other things that we do. Mm-hmm. Just on the YouTube, we have... Uh, greetings, it says, from Nai- Nairobi, Kenya, Africa, from Cape Town, Na- Lagos, Nigeria, New Zealand.
0: Cape Town, South Africa? Yeah. Yes?
1: Yes. Where you read that at? You,
0: I don't know. You said Cape Town.
1: Cape Town, yes, South Africa. Okay. And then Ethiopia, Kenya, India, Guam, do Al- know Alaska. This is so
0: amazing, this online stuff. These, uh, I, It's just amazing that the world can be watching you. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to my point real quick, keep, and then I want you to keep on reading some of those things. You don't learn this. You don't learn a truth by intelligence. You learn it by study. Now, why I it? The minute Kathy accepted Jesus Christ and believed that truth, because she was intelligent before she got saved. She began to study the word of God, and her belief system, your belief system began to explode. I mean, in such a way, because there's no one could save me. There was no one can change me, including her. You see what I'm saying? Ah, huh. but he says "huh"
1: like that. He talks in the third person. <laughs> oh, I'm not here. Just talk to me. I'm here. Okay, I'm
0: talking to you. <laughs> to she always gets a little. She gets a little puffy. Tasty. You know, puffy sometimes. <laughs> so watch this. She couldn't. She tried. She wanted me to quit drinking. I, I drink right in front of her. I didn't care what. I didn't care what she said. And I mean that. That's just. I don't mean that rude. That's just the way it was. But as she studied that Word of God, her belief system. What. Was not created by the intelligence in her mind, but by the study of the word. That truth became stronger than the lie. She was the truth; I was the lie.
1: Right. I know.
0: You see what I'm trying to say. Right. I
1: know that the truth that I was learning and the Mm -hmm. presence of God could change whatever situation I was in the middle of. And I was in a situation. Yeah, you were. (laughs) You know, I had all. uh, I could have given up, but the Lord gave me a, a. of faith, he gave me a determination. I believe right. because when I'd see it in his word and see the promises, it, it it changed my outlook. Instead of giving up, I I pressed in.
0: You bring me to that second level. You draw nigh to God by conversation. You begin to have conversation with God, Kathy. Begin to pray and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? I mean all kinds of. So that's conversation with God. Now, if you really want to hear His voice after you finish praying, don't run off. Is he about ready to speak to your spirit, speak to your heart, and a lot of mm-hmm. people do that. So I want to talk about the second part. You draw nigh to God by, first by, uh, by his revelation of the word, then you draw nigh by conversation. See, his presence fills you with thoughts and emotions, and you became very emotional. I mean, she used to embarrass the socks off oh, me. Yeah. She would go to church, and she wanted to give a testimony. Now, you know, I thought, your church is a dignified place here, you know what I mean? You got to control yourself. So, Kathy would get up like that, and somebody said, Anybody got a good testimony? Kathy would jump up, and I thought, Oh, God, what's she gonna say? You know what she said? And she would start just like this I wanna thank, she goes, I wanna thank the Lord. She used to bust out crying. I thought, Control yourself, woman.
1: I'm gonna have to interpret that. He says, (laughs) I want to thank the Lord. I would say that, but then I'd start weeping because I just, you didn't weep, son.
0: You you bald face cried, boy. And then people would look at me and go,
1: (laughs) Yeah. After, Which made me
0: mad. Jesse would look
1: after service. He'd say, Kathy, what are you doing? People think I'm beating you. You think you have a hard <laughs> life. God. What's the problem? Because it always came so easy what to you mama to would speak. Say? But I would,
0: what did my mother would say about the finger? She of would
1: say, I would I would talk to her. I'd say, man, I, every time I get up to testify in the church, say how good, how much I love Jesus and what he's done in my life and how much he means to me, I, could, I can't get it out. I'd just start crying. And your mama would always tell me that's the golden finger of God. Touching your uh, heart. And I, I was, I liked, I'd say, well, you know, I like that. I, I like the golden figure of God touching my heart, but I wish He touched my mouth <laughs> so I could get a sentence out. I remember we'd go to the church every time, I, and I would give up. I'd say, I'm, I would, every time they have it, I would stand up, and they probably, some of them rolled their eyes and others just listened. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I was the one rolling my eyes. <laughs> I'd go. Oh, yeah.
1: And I remember they would come up to me, even when I cried, and they'd say, Sister Kathy, they started calling
0: me Sister Cat. Well, no, the first boy, she got mad at it. They called her one time, Sister Jessie. Oh, Jesus. You don't call Catherine that. She's got her identity. Okay. She says, I will marry you, but I'm keeping my name. You got that boy? <laughs> I said, hey, I'm, I'm yours to command. Go ahead. So she's Catherine uh, Kyraer. Or Correa, or whatever you want, Catherine Correa, the Planets. You want to keep that name? I keep that. And I didn't have a problem. With that. I said, "Keep your name. Bless God. I don't care what you do." do I you don't do think I said
1: mean? it quite like that. That's well, exactly. You know, how many you times I will say something, and I say it, and it has a period on the end. When Jesse interprets it, he puts like three exclamation points on the end. Because that's what
0: you. That's how you. That's how you hear it. it.
1: That's how you hear. No, everybody. It. You have I, an amplified version. You go of what back. Said. You go back
0: to that I first church, King and, and you mentioned Kathy. They're going to go, oh, the lady goes, I want to, I love Jesus.
1: (laughs) They remember it, Those same people would come up to me after church. You know, we were just born again just a couple of years, maybe even a year. And they would say, oh, your testimony just blessed me. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, it was a blessing. What testimony? I didn't say anything.
0: (laughs) And it was one. Now, why does God want to draw nigh to you? Number one, he has a work for you to do. Mm -hmm. God's not lazy. God is constantly creating. Now, watch this. I believe this is for someone right now. See, he wants you still Create. See, so you've lost some of your initiative mm-hmm. and i did the best i could and it didn't work he didn't ask you to do the best you could mm-hmm. he asked you to do the best he could christ in you the hope of glory mm-hmm. see if you do these things whether spiritual physical or financial with him you're going to be a success going somewhere to succeed see that's drawing nigh by conversation mm-hmm. so a lot of times you know I'm, people ask me this and i think they misunderstand it a lot They they want to know how long i pray because you see, And I never tell them. They get a little irritated because if it's too long, they're going to get condemned. If it's too short, they're going to get critical. Mm-hmm. So it's not how long I pray, it's how, and, and it's not how long you pray. Most of the time, I just have conversations with God. I'll right. say, Lord, like today, I was on the treadmill doing my exercise, and I was just talking to him, and he was talking to me and ministering to me and, and things of that nature. You see, that's drawing nigh to him. And Now, I'm going to say something some of you may not believe, but it's the truth. There's been times <clears throat> I go to do something, the Lord said, you know, you've been preaching a lot. Just like you hear me talking to you right now, you've been preaching a lot. Uh, get on your motorcycle and go drive somewhere. Clear your mind. Not of him. In other words, uh, relax, rest, rest your mind and things of that nature. And at the time, is, I've, I've preached so much already. This is going to be my seventh kind of preaching, and it's only been three days. I mean, Lord Jesus, and, and because I'm constantly doing that. Why? Because I, as I draw closer, he draws closer to me. I just want to be, a, well, by the best word I can say, absorbed <clears throat> with the power of who he is. Because, you see, there's always somebody pulling, since I'm in the uh, executive branch of God's government, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher, there's always somebody pulling on me. Right. Pulling on me. And that's okay because that's my job. That's what I do. And that's what Kathy does. That's what she preaches. She's the pastor of the church. Some people don't like that because she's a woman. Who cares if she's a woman? It has nothing to do with her, her gender, whether she's a woman or a man. It has to do with what she's saying that God is saying. You see, that's what I'm talking about. See, God needs us because he wants. He wants something from us. What does he want? He, he wants obedience. He wants to tell you, this is why I created you. This is what I called you to do. You have a destiny and a destination. You're not just traveling through life. When you go on vacation, don't you have a destination? You don't just say, let's go on vacation. Well, where are we going? Well, I don't know.
1: What do you mean you don't
0: know? You're just going to get in the car and drive? Now sometimes people do that when on Sunday afternoon, I don't think they do that much anymore, but years and years ago, people would go drive around. Mm-hmm. One thing me and Kathy used to like to do, and I guess we still do, we don't do it very often, we would like to go drive, when people were building houses, we'd like to go drive around and look at the houses that were being mm-hmm. built. Mm-hmm. And things of that nature, you know, just something you want to do on, 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 a, on a lazy afternoon or something like that. But now that we're older, uh, we take naps. <laughs> Praise God. I love it. We're not very long, a little power naps. And, and then I get up and say, let's go somewhere. Let's do something. So number one, you draw nigh to God by study of his word. Number two, you draw nigh by conversation. See, and let me, let me tell you why he wants to be close to you. You should be close to him. You make a difference See, when you draw close to God, you make a difference in your life and in other people's life. You make a difference to God. God says, that person is interested in me. Interested in me. And, you know, I've been married to Kathy 50 years. And if I go to take three steps, you go, where are you going? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I was not thinking about it. I just thought I walk on this. Side. Where are you going? What are you going to do? How come when you walk around an office, nobody can seem to find you? You know, you never wear a phone. You know, I don't carry a phone. I don't need to carry a phone. I carry Kathy. glory to God, she's got a phone. Why do I need two phones if she's got a phone? Makes sense to me. Say something, Kathy, because I know she's well, staring I- staring a hole through my head right now.
1: Thanks. No, I'm just saying well, I'm threatening to put a locator on you because when we try to find you, can't you're all floating all over the office. But that's what you do with the good. president
0: and I instead—they called first family locators. You know what I'm saying? My because
1: there's sometimes I I need your uh, need to get your attention right away. You know, thankfully, <laughs> the Lord's not that hard to find
0: <laughs> as you are. That is true. Sometimes I just get up and walk off somewhere. You know, you know? if
1: I need God's attention, I don't have to search Him around or Amen. call somebody around. I just just. Just right there, no matter where I'm at, just say, Lord, help me with this. What's the That's answer? for
0: somebody listening. Right? Yeah, say that ex- again. That's for somebody yeah, listening. He's
1: done, I don't have to be searching or go to someone else to, search, to find the Lord for me. I could just speak to him in an instant. He's right there. He's always mm. listening. He's open oh, to our Christ. He God. says if you draw near to him, he's going to draw near to you. That's a promise.
0: Praise the Lord. Now, I want to go to this three-part. You draw nigh to God by study. and word. I call it revelation. You draw nigh by conversation. Now. You draw an eye by obedience. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible said it's better to obey than to sacrifice. Even in your marriage vows, you use the word obey. Now, a lot of men don't like that. They think that's strictly for the woman. Mm-hmm. No, marriage is the death of two wills and the covenant of one. You come in as two people, but you go out as one flesh. And how you have a great marriage is obedience to each other. See, now, I want you to listen to this point God gave me. There must be a conscious union with God or with him why? Because he wants direct contact. Now I can use Kathy as a prime example. When I'm talking to her, she wants me to look in her eyes. sometimes a lot of time I'm thinking, I, I can do two, two, two things at one time. I'm talking and thinking, and she'll go, "What do you look at me? Look at me." I say, I, "You want me to repeat what she's talking to me? You want me to repeat what you said? We've had that conversation for 50, well, 52 years, I've been known it 52 years. I've been married to 50 years, but she wants direct contact. You see what I'm saying? You
1: like that, too. You've oh, yeah. Noticed. I don't dislike most of you it. You don't have yeah. to demand because usually when you're talking to me, I'm giving you my oh. attention.
0: And then when I first married, I had to watch her. I snapped my finger. She just jumped to attention. No. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're bent I, had to say it. I
0: thought, not no more. I snapped my finger, my thumb. He learned off. that. She from, ain't moving. <laughs> he
1: learned that from his uncles, yeah, little uncle Cajun <laughs> uncles. No, no, no. They would brag and they'd say they did that, but it wasn't true. <laughs> it was Remember, they. One when, he was, a boy, when that. he was a little boy. Uncle Ralph. When he was a little boy, he tells the story of when he was at his mama's house or Christmas. grandmother's house someplace for Christmas, and the men of the of the family get Wh- together. They're bragging on how how their and wife my, my listens to everything they say. And what did your uncle Ralph, uncle Ralph say? Uncle Ralph
0: said, "I tell you what, I got to watch how I snap my finger because." Uh, no, uh, Tatsy would jump as high as, as No, you say, when you,
1: when she t- I thought you said, when, or one of them said, when you tell them to jump, she well, would wait, say, no, no, how no, no. high?
0: Yeah, uh, well, or I was getting to that like, point, but okay. you, you rudely interrupted me. But anyway, he That's would say, okay. I snapped my finger, and uh, she'd jump high, 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 you know, she'd jump. Okay. Well, I was just a little boy. I was about six years old, but the reason why I remember, because it was really, uh, it was strong. So I walked into you, the uh-huh. kitchen, all the yeah, all the women in the kitchen. And, you know, this is Christmas. You know, we all, the family, all eat together. Did your family ever take pictures of the food? That used to drive me nuts. Why well, do I don't want to take a picture of the food? Well, let's eat the food. But anyway, I thought I'd throw that. I still don't like taking You're pictures You're always
1: waiting the for the food.
0: Yeah, I'm always waiting on the food, you know. So well, I said, I come walking in there like that, and uh, there's my Aunt Esther. Uh, we call her Totsie. My Aunt Totsie, my, my Aunt Elsie, uh, my Aunt Shirley. Uh, it, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's just amazing. My mama, you know, there's four girls and four boys. And I'd say, it's (laughs) Hatsi. And she goes, what She thought I wanted something. You know, you give you something to eat. I said, Uncle Ralph said, when you snap these fingers, you jump up and say hi, hi. She said, what did he say? I said, Uncle Ralph said. I can hear Uncle Ralph going, oh, no. So she comes and She goes, Ralph. <laughs> you know, it almost ruined this Christmas. He said, the boy didn't understand what I say. And I said, you lying, Uncle Ralph. I heard exactly what you said. I could see him on Uncle Ralph's eyes. I'm going to kill this boy. <laughs> I'm going to kill this boy, you know. But, I mean, I never thought nothing about it because I thought I was going to ask her, hi, hi jump i want to know you know as a child you know you always want to jump up or something like that mm-hmm. and you know i miss those times man I, they're all in heaven today you know what i'm saying yeah. and uh, it, it was such a wonderful time i did have a good life as a kid that doesn't mean we didn't have problems we had a bunch of problems but one thing there was a family unit that my dad used to say my god if a bomb ever hit us because we always should practice at school get under your nuclear bomb get under your desk and all this kind of stuff you know he said, he said, Velma, my mom was named Velma, he called her Vel. Vel, your whole family wiped out one liquor Y'all always together. Every weekend, we was at one of the aunt's right. house or grandma's house. Every weekend.
1: Yeah.
0: And they act like they ain't seen each other in 50 years. <laughs>
1: Just talk. You wonder what they got to talk about we, all I, that time. Talk all
0: night. <laughs> all night. They come in on Friday night. I've mean, we, we were kids. We play. We just fall on the floor, and fall asleep. And my mom and my, my mom and sister just talking. I thought God, you were raised together. <laughs> Don't you run? Out? I was like, no. No, you know. They I did could, that all the days of their life.
1: I believe God created us like that yeah. to draw near to Him. That's contact, That's and what. also draw to each other. Right. I and mean, We draw strength that way. You and I, because we're together so much, and we we believe the, what the Word has said. We draw. We get closer. We Amen. get stronger. That's right. As our years go along. Want, you know, and it's important also, I want to say, you know, the, it's important to get together with your church family, your sure. personal family as well Still as your the family. church yeah. family. Don't neglect that Our the partners
0: are extended family.
1: That's right, but we're supposed to connect together. That's what, how God created us, and we get stronger that way.
0: Well, you know, that brings me to this point. God must never be a foreigner or a stranger. You see, because if God's a foreigner and a stranger, that's an atheistic point of view. You know, I mean, first, you don't talk to many foreigners. You don't talk to many strangers. You see, and you'd be surprised that the only time somebody ever talked to God is when they're in trouble. But that means he's a foreigner to you, mm. or a stranger. That's kind of an atheistic point of view, and you shouldn't be that. He wants obedience, but he's not popping a whip over you. He just wants, he's a father in his family. I can't go, say that enough. Just wants a father in his family. Like when we go over to Jody's house, you know, in the holidays, I love the holidays. It's my favorite time of the year. And I, I just, I, we talk, we have fun, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just hear everybody, talk. and man, listen, in Jody's house full of animals. She loves dogs and cats. And man, the cats and the dogs want to get into the conversation. They come up there and they just looking around. I just look at them like, they go, give me some attention here. You know what I'm saying? So I pat them on the head and all that kind of stuff. And especially Winky, Winky's a bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, the big old lips of Winky, And, you know, she just wants to listen. And if Jody goes to get up and walk off. guess what? Winky, Lolly, the cat, all follow her. Why? Like, I guess she's mama to them. I don't know what it is. That's family. You understand what I'm saying? That's just simply family. Well, what God is, is family. Mm-hmm. See, so never be a foreigner or... They'll never make him feel like he's a foreigner or a stranger. You see, people here, when people support our ministry, it's not because of the money that they send us that makes us happy. And that does help them. because we can't do it without finance. What it makes is that they, people trust us. Mm-hmm. They believe in what we're doing for the kingdom of God. And that is an amazing thing. And I may never physically meet them in this life, but I promise you, and if you're a partner today, you listen to me. When I get to heaven, I'm going to your house. You know, we don't have to go to bed. We don't have to go to sleep. That's going to be great, my Lord. You know, you know it's great to sleep, but you know how many hours go by that you could have done something? You see what I'm saying? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, that's why I love partnership. And I, I appreciate that. So I tell my partner care. You call it partner care. I call it partner services, whatever they call it. I say, look, when my partner calls in, you, they, they, they're actually talking to me. So talk like me. Because they trust me. And we don't want to be distant. We always want to be close. So I thank all my partners that are watching me today. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got thousands upon thousands upon thousands. I mean, God has been so good and gracious to us. And we pray for you every day. Am I telling the truth? We pray for our partners every day. And I know people say, well, you pray for that because they they send you finance. They do send us finance. And 100% of what they send goes into world evangelism. We've, We've been debt free so long we have no concept of debt. But they understand the vision. Well, the reason why I get close to God is because I understand his vision. What is his vision? To go in the world, preach the gospel to how many creatures? Every. All. How many? All All of them. Every one of them. Now. How do you do that? I can't live long enough to preach to people physically, but I can do it the way I'm doing it now. Mm-hmm. You that are watching on YouTube or Facebook or yeah, Instagram or however them you watch that. Watched that's so in true. from
1: the UK. From yeah. This one says, this is Facebook uh, uh-huh. entries just recently. We looked at it, it says, watching from the UK. Uh, blessings from the U.K., watching from Wales. Good evening from Durban, South Africa.
0: Dur- I this is a I love partner Durban.
1: in Alberta, Canada.
0: Oh, yeah, I like Alberta, Canada.
1: Blessings from Zagreb,
0: Z- Zagreb Croatia, Croatia. Croatia.
1: Watching from Argentina. Amen. And this one, Bessie uh, doesn't say where she's from. She says, I love your awesome teachings. You Thanks make the, the stories of the Bible come alive. And they it are makes alive. And it makes me want to read my Bible.
0: I oh, you. You just made my day by sending <laughs> that in. See, I that's knew. what we do here. That's why we do in these boardroom tracks, to encourage you. Because it's chaotic time, man. Mm-hmm. People going crazy. They don't know what to do. COVID, fighting in the streets. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. I, I saw this about the, that there, some stores have to board up their stores just in case President Trump wins or just in case pres, uh, uh, former Vice President Biden wins. I mean, I've never seen that grow. I mean, you know how many presidential elections I've seen? I'm 71 years old at the time that you're watching me. I've seen a lot of these presidential elections, but it's the first one I've seen that they had to board up things. Now, that's chaos. Satan is causing all that kind. You know, one thing I love about America, and it's it's drawing away from it, is we used to agree to disagree. I mean, yeah, we have a a, 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 a Democrat, Republican, independent, many different party system, but you know what? We would work together. I, mean, I remember President Ronald Reagan and the Speaker of the House was Tip O'Neill. Now, they were directly opposite of their political views. Mm-hmm. And, man, they'd go to war, and but, you know, they would come together and sit down and say, you know what? What is best for the American people? And they would compromise. Now watch it. They may get they may they may be arguing all day and all that kind of stuff, you know, to get that agenda to, But then with that they, they might go out and eat dinner together. They right. were friends. And one was a pure Democrat and the other was a pure Republican. And
1: it's good to discuss, yes. you know, the Bible talks about how iron sharpeneth iron. It's yeah. good to have difference of opinion. Many yeah. times that's how you get to the right answer.
0: We have many differences of opinion. me and Kathy.
1: Yeah. And if you listen, you will.
0: Guilt really. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I had to give it. <laughs> but sometimes I have
1: to listen. Sometimes you have to listen. But the bottom line is we come to the right, right. conclusion. Right. If we're open to hear and well, listen, the problem listen is, to see, each some, other.
0: Sometimes when you're only looking through your eyes, you can only think one way. Sometimes God has to have you look through someone else's eyes. Then He'll have you look through your eyes, and you'll go, "Wait a minute! I can change that. Mm -hmm. I can do this." I said this to my staff one time, and they don't like this too much. But since my name's on the building, that's the way it's going to happen. You understand? I don't mean it to be rude, but it's just truth. You see, a lot of times they hide things from me. They're not being me. Hide somebody says something nasty about me. That's happening all the time. You know, if you're a public figure, you're going to get slammed about something. And, uh, and uh, so I came up and talked to someone. I said, I want to know the bad things. Go, Kathy goes, no, nah, you don't need to hear all that. I said, yes, I do. Now, I think you're going to like what I'm going to say. And they said, why do you want to know the bad stuff? Not just the good, not just the good confidence. I said, because maybe some of that bad stuff might be right. What? What do you mean right? Well, it causes me to examine myself. You know, I'm, I'm a human being. I can make mistakes just like anybody else. So when I hear that, and a lot of it's not right, but if, but there's been sometimes somebody saw something that I didn't see. And I, I wouldn't say it's bad, but they may have thought it was bad. And I said, well, I can change that. If that'll help you, I can change that. I, I learned that from the Apostle Paul's teaching. He said, I've become all things to all men. You see, yeah. or all people. So it's the same way. And uh, I I really get I really get slammed because I stand up for women. Oh. Jesus because I find a lot of men are insecure don't get mad at me mm-hmm. don't cut me off right now you listen to it. you stay right there <laughs> they get mad at me yeah. no why because you you think she's a lesser species no 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 see what I'm saying what happens is I like what even with God sometimes God says some things to me I go that, that make, like, you know I'm I'm, 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 I'm I'm conflicted let me just right. say it like that and then I read a scripture come let us reason, reason together.
1: together right
0: so by reasoning together, you can be reasonable. But what I see happening today, people have become unreasonable. Right.
1: Well, people, God is speaking in the earth, and many times will use someone that you may not think is the voice that you want to hear, listen to. You may not want to hear it from a woman. You may not want to hear it from a child. Right. God spoke through a donkey to a That's prophet. Right. That's right. God can do And women, God is using women. If he can women. speak
0: through a jackass, he ought to be able to speak through a person. You know what I'm saying?
1: Not me. You're not no, calling me a no, jackass, I didn't,
0: No, I would never <laughs> say that. You, I know How you're I, not. you a I'm thoroughbred moment. Just... I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> Hallelujah. How, you win the... Preakness, or you went to Kentucky Derby, you went to Belmont. I trust, in my that, eyes.
1: I trust that God can get His message through whoever He wants to. Remember when Jesus sure. was brought to be dedicated in the temple? There was a woman named Anna who stood in the temple day and night, That's right. and she proclaimed that this was the Christ. And got, that was a message. She wasn't silent. She was in the well, temple. What about and said Hannah? That. Hannah. That, that well, there crazy were many...
0: priest thought she was drunk, but she was praying. But people will dis- a
1: discount a voice because of the tr- who, who, whether they're female or maybe they're not educated or maybe they're too educated or maybe they come from a different political party or something and they don't right. want to listen. But we need to stop discounting people. Right. And I believe that God is using women, especially in these last days. And Amen. I've often said this. I heard this once said that, uh, you know, the dancing partners of uh, Fred Astaire and uh, Ginger Rogers. Yes. Fred did. Uh, Ginger did every dance that Fred did, right. but she did it backwards and in high heels. So <laughs> women can do great things. You better so know don't it. hold back. If God is speaking to you, That's go right. ahead and, and share what God is telling well, you that to, me to tell someone. to
0: my last point. Progress depends upon teachableness. I hope we're teaching you right. Let me tell you something. Nothing can be done with a person who won't obey. You have to be teachable. Right. You have to listen to both sides, then come to a conclusion. You know, democracy is sloppy. Mm-hmm. It is. Now, you can be a dictator. Or if you got a guy that's a dictator or a woman that's a dictator, they kill you if like, they don't like what you say. And so I'm glad that we are democratic governments. Right. But it's sloppy. Uh-huh. We all get, you know, iron upon iron. You know, but and, our
1: voice matters.
0: But our voice matters. And we matters.
1: can't be silent just because we're worried about what other people may think. We I, need to I'm, speak I, to truth.
0: I want to say something. I hope I don't make somebody mad. I had a man come up to me. A black gentleman and you know i don't see color i don't I, you if you know anybody that knows me there ain't a prejudiced strand in my in my body i don't see color i don't like color what I like is a human race you know we, we yeah this human race uh, he, and he was a black gentleman he says this you know Bridget, I jesse you know black lives do matter I said you better know it, you know but he had a tear in his eye and I thought he was going to maybe say something to me that I said that he didn't like he said but what I don't understand is my people, why would they burn down a black business? I couldn't answer that. I said, I don't know. I mean, because I saw a man on television, he was crying, he said, man, I put my whole life in this business. Now, I said, this was, and this particular black kid, I guess, I don't know who he was, I mean, just busted his window and thrown fire in there and it burned, why would you do that? You see, and he asked me that. I said, well, I said, you know, I'm not going to blame it on the black person or the white person. I, I know where the blame should rely. It's on Satan. That's right. <clears throat> he comes to steal, to, to kill. kill and destroy. Now, watch it. When all that happens, what's the first thing you do? Looting. That's stealing. Right. Well, Because they owe me that. No, they don't. No, they don't. You see, but they do that. But see, they convince themselves. So, I mean, I, I really believe, and some people get mad if you say every, every life matters, but they do. If you'll see everybody as the human race. I know the black race has been done wrong. The American Indian has been totally done wrong. thrown out on reservations on the worst land they could, and just, and that's why there's so much alcoholism. And I see that. I preach to, to many of the tribes, and, and it, they, I love the American Indian. But you know, I, when I look at them, I, I just become them. I really do. I It's kind of amazing how the Holy Ghost come on me. You know, when I'm with the American Indian, I pray like this. Hey, 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 hey. I mean, it just comes on me, and I just get in with them. I just go. But you know what? When uh, If I'm preaching in, quote, quote, a black church, uh, I'll pre- I, all of a sudden, I'll do that cadence. The Lord said, <laughs> if you walk with me today, well, mm, I'll just get into it. And bless God. And I've had uh, some of the greatest preachers say, bitch, Jesse, the blackest man i ever saw in my life. You know, <laughs> And I don't know what color. I don't care about that. What I care about is, is you what God cares about is you right you understand so let us come together and I know we've been preaching here or talking teaching here for about 50 minutes
1: you know what I was just let's thinking draw about-
0: nigh to God so Kathy wrap it up and see what we. well we're I was do
1: just thinking about the verse of scripture how Jesus you know he he healed all these people oh. he did so many wonderful things yeah. but the verse of scripture that talks about how he was moved with compassion amen when he saw the people you know without a shepherd god is yeah. moved with compassion no matter what we all going through you know we're looking at the immediate what's going through in our nation but god is looking at people all over the world and he is moved with compassion and amen. he has a, an amazing love for you and he just wants you to realize amen. that he wants you to submit to his word so that he can help you. He wants you to draw near right. to him so that he can draw near to you and give you the answers that you need in your life. He said that, he says, pray therefore. Jesus said when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion. And his Ooh. response to that to his disciples was he says, pray therefore for the Lord of the harvest that he'll send forth laborers into his harvest, you know, because people need to be uh, brought to the Lord. And that's why we do this all the time.
0: I want to say this before we close. I think one of the most compassionate things Jesus ever did was put his hand on a leper. Do you understand leprosy back in the Bible days? You were outcast. Have you ever seen the movie with Charlton Heston, Ben-Hur, when his mother and sister become lepers because of the atrocity of the Roman government? Right. Now watch this. And uh, Ben-Hur had a girlfriend, and I think her name was Esther. Now watch this. And she heard Jesus. So she wanted to bring, if you know the movie, bring uh, Ben-Hur's mama and sister there. Of course, he, he, he had hatred, and then he wanted to, he wanted to kill the Romans because they had hurt his mother and father. Make a long story short. The thing that touched me more than anything in that movie, was, actually it's the name of the movie, instead of ben "Her." it's called A Tale of the Christ. That's
1: the beginning, the subtitle yeah. to the movie, Ben-Hur, well, A Tale of the Christ. Well, watch this. It's beautiful.
0: When he finds out that they're in that leper thing, oh, and he finds out that Esther did that. Oh, He said, why didn't you tell me he was real about Matt? But you know what Esther did because of the love of God? She did the same thing Jesus did. She walked. If you, if you remember the movie, to a Ben-Hur's mama, and she took her by the hand. And watch this. Ben-Hur's mama went, no, no, don't touch me. And I'm saying that, you got to understand, when Jesus touched that leopard, that man's family could not touch him. How long he had been there? His children, he wanted to hug his children, he couldn't. That disease stopped him, made him an outcast, throwed him to like trash. But Jesus put his hand on it. Right. Think about that. That's what Jesus does. I want to pray for you today. Maybe you just need a touch from God. Father, in Jesus' Thank you, name, Lord. I ask you, those that are watching me today, touch them like you touched that, and let them know they're never alone, that you're full of compassion and love. Minister to them. If they're physically sick, I actually heal their body. If they're having financial trouble, Lord, open the windows of heaven and pour a blessing out upon them, Lord, in every area of their life. Lord, I thank you for letting us do these boardroom traps. We will draw closer to you today simply because of this yes. simple teaching. We thank you for it. Thank you for saving people. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And then finally, I want to thank all my partners for helping me do this. We could not do any of this without your faithful support, praying for us, financially, all kinds of things. If you'd like to be a partner and you're not one, you pray about it. And if you don't, if the Lord don't tell you, then don't do it. Just that simple. If He tells you to be a blessing then you do that. Right. And God will be rich in and, and share blessed.
1: this message with someone hey, that, yes. that needs to have the hope of the gospel. Yeah, how do you life? say that?
0: Share that with us. A... Share
1: it, like it, share it. Yeah. Spread the know, word. Yeah.
0: Hallelujah and if you're oh. watching
1: on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe and hit the notification bell so that yeah, you'll yeah. always be aware click, of click, all click, the different <laughs> click,
0: click, Whatever all the is. different
1: posts and, and messages that we have. You know, because Amen. God has put you on our heart. We, we do this because we care about you and want Amen. you to live a good life and a healthy life, Amen. successful And life you will. With Jesus.
0: Because you walk, you're never alone.
1: Yeah.
0: Christ said, I'll never leave you or forsake you." This is Jesse and Kathy saying, thank you for watching today. You'll never be a day without prayer because we will pray for you.